Hey, this is Dan Harmon from The Real Community. You're listening to Shut Up Leonard. Was that was that crass? Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, today we're here, we've got some some breaking community news. Just broke today. The day of re- day of release of this episode is when the news happened. Is the most natural way to say that sentence. Are you talking about the trailer? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're going to talk about the trailer. Yeah. Uh, before uh, we get into the the bulk of the episode, will be about Scud, the disposable assassin. Yes, uh, and I think we should give some thanks to, to Alex who? Moshina. Oh, that guy! Yeah, that's a cool guy. Where's where 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 is he at? Where what 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 website does he sponsor? Slacktory.com. Oh, well, how do you spell that one? S L A C K T O R Y. You're Mr. Disney. How can you how can you have a harder time with that than I can? Don't know. S L A C K T O R Y dot com. That is how you do it, Andrew. Can't do it. I can't do it. Um. So the trailer. Yeah. I like it. Two thumbs up. Yeah, it's good. Mole, Maddie B. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, and I'm, we may have done an episode on this, but I don't remember if we if we did talk about any possible trailers that came out for season four. Yeah. Well, we certainly... I know our first episode was season four, episode one. Okay, so anyway. Yeah. Uh, the point being... We could have talked about season five trailers, though. That's true. We were we were pretty good for that. Yeah. Uh, but this, this new trailer, which is uh, in itself uh, a reference to the Avengers Age of Ultron trailer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. In that their, their logo styling is... They're calling it Community Age of Yahoo. Yep. And the beginning of the trailer is very similar. Yeah, with a I, similar voiceover. I don't believe, uh, yeah, because I, I don't believe there's someone in the show actually says the Ultron line. Yeah. Or says, I'm going to show you something beautiful. Yeah. But the trailer opens, we see people uh, drinking and celebrating on, on the on Greendale campus uh, until a guy throws a frisbee which lands on the roof atop <laughs> a huge pile of frisbees, which starts a frisbee leak that falls on Garrett Lambert. Who shouts, Frisbees! frisbees! It's a it's a classic Garrett Lambert moment. Pretty I great. like it. Uh, we're we're sort of introduced to the new characters here. Yeah, Chang is is worried that uh, the the Green Dell Seven is being whitewashed, uh, which is is not helped by Dean uh, introducing the uh, Caucasian Paget Brewster as the new Shirley. The new Shirley. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Keith David shows up, who who says that he he has a brain the size of Jupiter, so he's nobody's fourth Ghostbuster. Yeah, addressing the fact that he is also a black man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot, it's a lot of classic community stuff here. But I, I really like, um, I've, now that I've watched the trailer like three times, I really like what, what they're doing with Britta in the trailer. Yeah. Where she's got a, a big role in the trailer, which is basically to not trust the Paget Brewster character yeah. to the, to the extent of, uh, forming a blood oath to destroy her. Well, to destroy evil. Well, I think she's <laughs> referring to her. The implication is that the Paget Brewster. And then is later evil. in the trailer, uh, they have a standoff between her, Annie, and and uh, Paget Brewster. Yeah. 
And uh, there's a moment where Britta says, that bitch, or something like that, which yeah. I believe she's referring to Paget Brewster. Yeah. So I really enjoy... <laughs> there's this is there's gonna be some kind of rivalry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Good mm-hmm. stuff all around. Anything else to say? Dean. Lots of Dean. Dean. Dean and his, uh, uh, his whole Jesus Wept thing I, I like a lot. There's no Leonard. Well, we see I Leonard was... in the background of a few shots. Did we? Yeah. Okay. For sure. I was worried because early in the trailer uh there's a prominent old man who is not leonard yeah it's true i like that something about that old man though i like oh he's great that's a great old man he's not leonard he's not leonard but we do see leonard in the background of of one or two shots i can confirm i'm always on the lookout for leonard okay uh let's talk about the study room in the trailer though it seems to be lit differently oh everything looked like nicer yeah so i think yahoo gave them more money yeah (laughs) because everything looked real nice but uh, the study room doesn't quite feel the same to me and maybe this is just uh maybe this uh, i'll I'll get used to it fine when i see actual episodes Uh but the study room did seem a little off and it was because yeah it was lit better yeah just looked nicer yeah (laughs) maybe they shrunk down the table because there's less people sitting at it Uh, I don't think that's true. With with Chang, Keith, David, and Padgett Brewster, I think it's the same amount of people. And they put Dean next to Jeff, because it's I, I presume. Well, that chair is usually empty. Yeah, but I presume that they're going with the they're continuing the Greendale. What did the they same call it? Greendale? Same Greendale committee brothers, or the Greendale alumni committee, or whatever they're calling something it. like that. So, that's how because I I believe now that now that uh, with this trailer and maybe with some some further thought, um, Keith David's character is not. A current Greendale student, but perhaps an alumni mm, who has come back to help out with the committee. Yeah, we see at one point he's wearing a T-shirt that says 2015 on it. I'm curious to figure out what's <laughs> going on I'm there. So excited! Oh, and I love that's a great joke in uh, that scene too. The the <laughs> the bits in the trailer, and I'd seen some still images that Joel McHale had tweeted about this from whatever episode where they're all dressed in weird sci-fi costumes. Yeah, with like foil and yeah. third eyes and. Jeff is the mayor of something. Jeff is the mayor, and he looks like he's dressed as Rick from Rick and Morty. That's a little, a little bit. With the hair, yeah, and the lab coats. Ever since I realized that uh, that Lemon Grab on Adventure Time is Justin Roiland, I can't hear Morty when I when I when I see uh, Lemon Grab. Now it's very distressing. That is weird. If there are any Adventure Time Rick and Morty fans out there, can help me out with this issue, please. Answers on a postcard. Shut up, Leonard Podcast at gmail.com um but then we also got some some community news which i broke a a, 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 a a while ago i think but we haven't talked about it yet no and i i'm concerned Excuse by me. it <laughs> well i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm just gonna rip the band-aid right off here i think this means no season seven i mean uh we i don't think it means no movie but i think it does mean the no battle season cry seven. has always been six seasons in a movie yeah so but I, I i don't think it means no movie but i do think it means no season seven well I'm I'm concerned, but also in in the same sense, I think the way that Yahoo shoots a show is different from like a like a TV channel. Yeah, but I think it would still take the same amount of time. I think the scheduling is maybe a little bit more flexible. But when they're actually shooting, I think it is just as time consuming as as when they were shooting it. Well, in I just NBC. even think they do less episodes because aren't we only getting what thirteen? Well, we got thirteen of season five. Yeah. Okay. Well. The point is, Danny, Dan, yeah. Daniel, Pooty, and Kenneth Jung uh, have both landed starring roles in sitcoms of their own. Yes. Um, who do you want to talk about first? Why is Deadline... Deadline? What are you doing? What's going Deadline on? Deadline Hollywood's headline is Danny Pooty Top Lines. 
NBC's Strange Calls. Yeah, I've never d- heard. There's of a lot of strange choice. They refer to it. They say the show is based on an Australian format, <laughs> which is another weird thing to say. Let's talk about Doctor Ken first, though, because okay. I feel like that's the less exciting of the two projects. Sorry, sorry, Ken. Yeah, Jones. and it's a, it's a pilot, so it's not yeah confirmed, it's not confirmed. series, but uh, it's a medical comedy. It's been greenlit. Doctor Ken, starring Ken Jong. It's going to be on ABC. Is that correct? That's what it says. Yep. Uh, it's, it's about his, uh, he's got a frustrated HMO doctor juggling his career, marriage, and parenting, but succeeding at none of them. Wah, wah. I mean, he is a doctor in real life. Yep, it's true. I so... can confirm. He gave me some advice once. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also, uh, shoot, who did I, I read someone else is going to be in the show. Um, and now I can't remember who it is. Let's play 20 a, questions to find out. It's a Canadian a... comedian. Man or Dave lady. Foley. Dave Foley. You know what else? Dave, Dave Foley is is uh, unfortunately, I would say, b- real busy making some not <laughs> great appearances. He was in the Odd Couple too. He's on the Odd Couple. Dave oh, Foley. Okay. And you know, well, I he's love been in Hot in Cleveland. I love Tom. <laughs> you know, you know, I love Tom Lennon. You know, I, I've loved me some uh, Matthew Perry at yeah. points in his history. And it's even got and they I stole love, Shirley from us. And I love Dave Foley. And it's got Shirley on it. Event Nicole Brown. Uh, it's not a good show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the new Odd Couple is not a good show, and it's it's just so maybe many so if, many so many great people going down. <laughs> maybe if season seven does happen, they'll trade out Pootie and and uh, <laughs> Young for Event Nicole Brown. <laughs> yeah, she'll just come get back. Her back. They'll leave. Uh, but yeah, I, what is going on with this picture of Dave Foley? I've anyway. never seen him in this in spiked hair mode. Sorry, I just got a, a, a picture appeared on my screen of Dave Foley at the Austin Powers Spy Who Shagged Me premiere, and he's oh, got spiked God. hair, and I'm, I'm, I'm worried for him. I mean, I know it was like 10 years ago at this point, but more than 10. Also, 16. you were just looking at IMDb there. Did, did you know that uh, Ken Jeong has been on Glee recently? Uh, you told me that, I think. It's terrifying. It's the worst, it's the worst thing Well, ever. you're still watching Glee. You're one of those guys. Juliana's watching it, so I'm there. Uh, you know... I'm, I'm waiting know. for it to, you know, figure itself out. <laughs> well, this is the... Okay, that's cool, Nuck. Just jump right on the recording device and make some noise in the microphone N- there. Nuck has been all over the place He's today. just a, a, an audio terrorist, this guy. I took his collar off thinking that would solve it. <laughs> Clearly not. He's found new ways to make noise. He just keeps jumping in front of the mics. So, no, Ken... Uh, <laughs> Ken Jeong is playing uh, on... On... On Glee, he's playing Britney's father, who is not Britney's real father... And his name is Pierce Pierce. Yeah. Think about that for a second. What's going on with Glee? Not only that, but like the oddness of Pierce was a character on Community. Yeah. There's like, there's, it's too much weird stuff. Glee keeps uh, sniping the, our Community favorites. Because Jim Rash was on that Jim show. Jim Rash was on Glee for a couple eps. And all, right back to the beginning, uh, what's his name? Abed's dad was a uh, principal. Yep. So lots of weird stuff. Yeah. Um, and you know, on the way out, they were swiping at uh, a, a past beloved, but underwatched show party down with, with the whole Jane Lynch situation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry for that. Mike. I'm trying to get the thing away from the dog who was just on a, a reign of terror. Uh, I apologize. Hope that wasn't too loud. Um, yeah, I don't, this is, this is a strange situation. Um, I don't know about Doctor Ken. It seems like uh, I don't know what 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 what's what's uh, what makes this different from any other show. This is a guy with a job, and it's tough. This is like this is a sitcom yeah, one hundred and one. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not into it at all. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, and then, I don't. I mean, there was a there was another rumor for a while that Ken Jeong was going to be in the American version of this the spy sitcom, which was a it was a British show. 
huh. called Spy. Okay. Not related to the upcoming McCarthy. McCarthy? What's her name? I don't know. Melissa McCarthy film. Oh, oh, oh. You should be way into it. Oh, Paul Feig oh. directed a film with Melissa McCarthy and oh, Jason Statham. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then my ears picked up. Um, no, he was. there was rumors that Ken Jeong was going to be an American version of the British show. Hmm. which was about a guy who was a spy and he couldn't tell his family and then I think his son found out. I don't... It, it, the, the British show made no sense to who me. Who cares? I watched half an episode and I just stopped caring immediately. Oh, there's a show like that that's on... that's coming soon. Uh, uh, but it's not a comedy. And it looks like basically the Americans, but it's we already have the Americans, which is probably better. Okay. I, I'm intrigued by that. I don't... I don't have enough information to talk about it. Okay. Uh, d- Mr. Pooty. Yep. He's going over to an NBC show entitled Strange Calls. Yep. This is a uh this is a is a he's a he's a he's a big city cop who was transferred to a small town. Uh and then he he finds out that uh, oh no, there's some 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 scary business going on. There's some supernatural business. So is this going to be like Eureka but about the cops? I thought this was going to be Nightvale the TV show. Oh. You know, Welcome to Night Vale was the number one podcast on iTunes for a while. I, I don't think it's that out of line to say, to, to think maybe some 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 internet savvy exec looked at that and said, "Hey, let's make something like that for our." But TV. they're saying it's based on an Australian TV show. Yeah, so, so. that's how you do it. When you want, you're like, we need a supernatural thing. Let's go out and buy me one. So then someone goes out and buys the Australian TV show. It's already kind of like that. Okay. And they're bringing back. They got one of the, one of the and this this. So they're bringing back one of the guys from the original show, uh-huh. Patrick Bramall. Uh, who's playing? He's reprising his role. The article says here. Sure. Is that ever a good idea when you make it re- when you remake a show in a foreign market? Uh, I'm gonna say no. Because the, when they read re- remake Red Dwarf in America, that had I think the same Crichton. It did. One of the people from the Red Dwarf uh, uh, British series was in the American series. Wow. When they tried to remake the IT crowd, didn't they bring on Richard Iotti? Yeah. Aren't they still trying to remake the IT Who, crowd? Yeah, I think they're doing it again, but I think this time it's a different thing. Okay. Because Grand Lynham was talking about that on, when he was on Harmontown. Yeah. Linham, sorry. I've always called him Lynham, and then it wasn't until that Harmontown when they said Linham, and that's apparently how his name is pronounced. Apologies okay. to our Irish listeners. Um, and then there's, and then uh, David Tennant. I hear the American version is not so hot. Yeah, Grace Point is canceled at yeah. this point. At this Grace Point, it's canceled. <laughs> so... I don't think that's ever a good idea, but I do. I do like the. Con- I mean, I like Night Vale and Night Vale the Show, starring Danny I mean, Booty. Doesn't I, sound like a bad idea. To I me. honestly don't think this is going to be Night Vale the Show. Well, I mean, it's 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 a small town plagued by supernatural issues, so it's kind of that same premise. But yeah, it's probably going to go off in a totally different direction. I mean, supernatural. When I think of that, I think of like, oh, it just means that they have maybe some werewolves and vampires. Yeah. I think that's what it's going to be. Let's hope not. It's not going to be like let's, there's let's, a mysterious. But hole you know to what? The uh, review. For for some some would say, including me perhaps, uh, one of the best comedies that that was on the air last year, and that was based on an Australian show. Review? Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe these Australians know something that we don't. Well, I mean, we tried to do Kath and Kim, which was Australian. I heard that was okay. Uh, it got canceled. So. Oh, Australia calls it the Strange Calls. Assuming this is the same show. We're dropping. Oh the yeah, the. it is. We're getting rid of that the. We think it's it's no good. Uh, not a lot of info on the old Wikipedia here about the the strange calls, the Australian version, except that it's from 2011. They they said up top short film, and then they're saying series. Series based on the short film. Oh, the same title. so there's it was a short film, then a then TV series, series now, now an American series. An American series. Huh. Weird. Oh, and it aired, the series aired in 2012. No, yeah, it's not even that old. 
This is the only name I kind of recognize. Do you do you know this person? Nope. Catherine, Catherine Hicks. Hicks. Oh, it just takes me to a the, the she's not she doesn't she doesn't have her own Wikipedia page. It's, she's just some list of characters from some soap opera she was on. Weird. So I, I'm assuming I just I don't know someone that name sounds familiar to me for some reason. And we are spinning out of control rapidly in our strange calls coverage. I don't know. But uh, of the two community spinoffs, that's what these are, right? Sure. Uh, I'm gonna call this the more exciting of the two. Yes. Uh, we'll we'll wait and see what happens. Sure. Now on to the main event. Yes. Scud, the, the disposable, disposable assassin. assassin, written by Rob Schraub. With some issues written by Dan Harmon, and uh, some written by Mondi Carter. Is that correct? That sounds right. Can we talk about... Whatever happened to Mondi Carter? You know, we know where Rob Schraub went. We know where Dan Harmon went. What's Mondi Carter hiding? I don't know. You want to Google it? What? I hope and this person is And I, I asked a alive. question. Yeah? I think it's with an I. I don't think that's true. You know what? You're right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I have a... So... We both read it through Comixology, a digital version of yeah. the comic. Thank you for allowing me to use your copy, by yeah, the way. Yeah, <laughs> which was called uh, The Whole Shebang. That was the subtitle on this. Uh, but oddly enough, it actually doesn't include everything because Dan Harmon wrote a, 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 an adjoining series. What do you call those? Spinoff? A spinoff, yeah. Called Lacosa Nostroid. Nostroid. Which had a crossover issue. Yeah, which they had to explain. There was an explanatory page explanatory. Uh, between issues where it said that if they had included, if they had been able to include that crossover issue, it would have been really interesting because uh, when the characters aren't together, that's where the issues, like yeah. you can see what, what happens. What happens when the one character is doing another thing, uh, which is between uh, Scud, our main character, and Tony. Who is a, a character introduced uh, a couple of issues in, and then he's the star of the spinoff. Yes, which uh, Rob Schraub described as uh, like the Sopranos, but sci-fi or something. It, it sounded kind of interesting. Yeah, that sounded and, really cool. Uh, and the that one was why, written completely by Dan Harmon. Yeah, written entirely by Dan Harmon. And the only reason why it wasn't included is because it is not it, it wasn't finished yeah. or something, and that is crazy like well, i'm sure people have said it before but we'll we'll add to that pile dan Harmon finished that series please we'd love to read it yeah that that's uh the the world of scud is very interesting yeah and there's also there's there's a there was someone else that was not included in the whole shebang okay which was the there was a spinoff with uh, uh, the continuing adventures of um uh drywall and oswald that's interesting that was not in there and then there was a, a an anthology series that, that was mentioned on um on the wikipedia article i read let me bring that up. Uh, that was also not in here. So this is, I mean, this is the whole of the the primary Scud run. Yeah, this is what you need. This is just what you need for the whole story. Yeah. So uh, Drywall and Zip we did get, yes. but the Drywall and Oswald show was not in there. The oh, continued that's only two issues. Two issues, and then Scud Tales from the Vending Machine, an anthology of sorts with each issue about a different Scud model. We didn't get that either. And one of, one of those artists, Jim Mafood. He did the Kick Puncher comic. He did. That was included in, what, season one? Yep. And Doug Tenepal? Ten Am I saying that right? I have no clue. He's the Earthworm Jim guy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Five issues of that, but uh, it's not there. So let's let's get that out. Image. They're the ones that put out the last four issues of Scud. That'd be nice. We might as well make it their responsibility to put out the rest. That'd be nice. Uh, I like this. Do, do we want to worry about spoilers? What do we want to do? No, let's say spoilers ahead, y'all. Okay. 
Because I think, here's my theory. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put this to you now. We can talk about a lot and still not be spoiling because it's so insane. Yeah. Like, people will have no idea what we're talking about until they get to that part in the book and they'll go, oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, it's a crazy one. Because this is, uh, this is a kind of story. So the, the, the beginning of the story, the, 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 what starts it off. Yeah. Uh, this is a future where you can put a coin in a vending machine and get a robot assassin who will kill someone for you. Yeah. And once they kill their target, they explode. Yes. Uh, this is the story of one robot assassin yeah. who realizes that is what happens, that once he kills his target, he explodes. Yeah. And decides not to kill his target so he can live. Exactly. Uh, which, that's kind of genius, right? Yeah. Like, that's really, that's a really great uh, jumping off point. Like, there's there's a lot of films now that try and do like what if ai realized it was ai or something <laughs> like once the ai gains sentience but yeah. this is this is like a really simple way of doing it yeah and this is also that it's that classic sci-fi premise of you know we show you a world that is messed up and then this here's the story about the one guy who was firmly a part of that world but then realized that it was messed up yeah you know that's logan's run that's fahrenheit 451 uh-huh. is that the right number yeah, yeah, yeah. when does paper burn <laughs> 451. Okay, cool. You know, it, it's that, that classic story, but it, it, it goes off in, in some really weird directions. Yes. Uh, and this is another, uh, just just to, in an overall scope, w- when uh, it's revealed what's actually going on in yeah. this story, yeah, I think it totally works. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of stories or, or comics or shows, they get to a point where they have to like explain what's going on. Yeah. And that's where it starts to fall apart. Mm-hmm. And I think, if, if anything, uh, Scud gets stronger. Yeah. Like, the story just really gels together and makes a lot of sense once you find out, like, oh, this was what was really going on the whole time. Yeah. Fits together. Uh, I don't want to call it out because I still like this comic, but have you read Why the Last Man? Not all the way through. Okay. I've read the first trade. Well, I'm not going to give it away, but uh, when they do get to the part where they, they kind of basically explain why All the is, men died? Yeah, Except why he is the last man? Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of mumbo jumbo nonsense. Okay, uh, so it's 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 Scud is much better than that. Okay, <laughs> at least in that explanation. We're calling you out, Brian Kavon. You want to defend yourself? Come on this podcast. <laughs> Look, I love the rest of that story, but when they get to that part, it's just like that doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. Yeah, uh, you know this one's it's really interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's good stuff. Uh, and it's, it's kind of, it's just insane, right? Like the, the whole story, Yeah. Uh, all, all the characters are, are kind of, uh, bizarre and, uh, grotesque in some ways. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's that kind of great tradition of, of in the nineties, you know, and, and what I can't, I can't even pronounce his name, but the invader Zim fella. He's jo- thank Joan, Joan, Jonan, Jonan jet. Is it Vasquez? Joan Jet. Vasquez is the last name. That's yeah. easy. I think it's John, John and Vasquez. Well, the last name is easy, but the first name right. is like J-H-O-H-N-E-N. <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's, it's too many H's. Lose an H, buddy. <laughs> it's my tip to you. You want to succeed in this town, you got to lose an H. Hey, can we bring in some more booze in here? Uh, I don't think you've ever introduced that character. Sleazeball Hollywood character just showed up. Sorry. Get that guy out of here. Um... But uh, it's it's kind of in that tradition of just uh, weirdly weird and grotesque and everything is ugly, but in a way that is appealing. Yeah, especially um, the 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 kind of the the first villain. I don't, I don't know how how else to describe it. The Jeff, the Jeff character yeah. is an insane mishmash of like body parts yeah. and creatures. We got some mouths on the knees. Yeah, that's that's the primary form of communication. 
uh, a, a, a plug for a head, like an like a, a electrical plug. Electrical for a plug. Uh, a squid body. Yeah. Uh, a squ- a like a six-breasted trap. squid body. Yeah. No. And a mouse trap for a hand. Yeah. And the other hand is something else. Uh, the, the other interesting thing about Jeff and another character does this as well. Um, well, a couple of characters do this, kind of this thing, uh, which I think works in like a creepy way where their dialogue is only either is, is dialogue from somewhere else. Yes. Jeff speaks almost exclusively in quotes from other things. Yes. Uh, which sometimes I knew what the quote was. Other times I didn't. And that, that kind of made Same it here. interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's another character introduced later on, uh, like. Who, who's like a weird slasher character and he only speaks in the last words of his last victim yes you remember that i do remember that and i thought that was nice and creepy yeah uh and what was it oh w- the the werewolf part yeah that causes scud to speak in in shakespearean language yes like that was that, that was, was also awesome. insane yeah. and and wonderful yeah it just was, was <laughs> delightful yeah yeah, so I really like that the 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 writing is very strong uh, yeah. for each of the characters and for their changes. How did you feel about the art in this book, Mister Schraub's art? I you know uh, maybe it's just not for me, but that's just <laughs> because it is. Uh, I I'll say it in this. I I like Scud. He's yeah. a good design. Uh, Voodoo Ben. Yeah, Great. which is a, a, a voodoo version of Ben Franklin, who is evil. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Who was kind of the big bad, but sort sort of, sort of kind of. Yeah. Um, uh, some characters I thought were very well done, but then like others I thought were just too weird. Maybe. I tell you, I like the design of the characters a lot. I I feel like this was uh, there was there was more. It, I, I felt like it, it kind of sacrificed clarity a lot for oh, it, for design in a, in a lot of the fight scenes i didn't I know tell what was, what going, was going, on. going on yeah, yeah. i'm gonna say in every fight scene i couldn't tell what there was were going a few on. where i could follow but there were others it was, where it was real tricky everything was everywhere yeah. yeah uh but i mean i like i like the design of everything it, it, it always looked cool but it was it just wasn't always the easiest to follow. well i kind of i wasn't totally on board with how um so you had humanoid characters mm-hmm. then you had like uh kind of animal looking character like yeah there seemed to be like three different kinds of human faces do you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah and i i didn't know if i was fully on board with that well i mean that's i think part of the premise is that they're living in a world where everyone is heavily mutated they do say that at one point yeah i don't know what andrew's saying here is that he just he doesn't like people who don't look like them which i think is a really weird view to just bring out at this point in the podcast yeah if you don't look like me <laughs> sorry he just sees someone who's different and says you're different and therefore not as good is, is, is his line of thinking anyway <laughs> that is not true um ew ew he says Ew is what he says when he sees someone who 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 is in some way different from him. It's it's a real it's a real grading part of your personality. Uh, well, where do you want to go from here? I mean, there's there's uh, I mean, we could talk about favorite characters. We could talk about favorite maybe issue or storyline. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to take notes on a seven hundred page. Yeah. Anthology. Also, a fun thing since we were both reading it from your account, it was we could kind of we could keep track of where the other one was. Yeah, because it would always say you know the other tablet left off at this point, and I was ahead of you for a good part of the start, but then you passed me. Yep, and then I finished today, second second place. I finished as well today. It was a real tortoise in the hare situation, <laughs> though. I was the hare. Yeah, I only started reading it uh, yesterday, so. Oh, me too. That was oh, okay. <laughs> well, I wanted it to be fresh. Yeah. Uh, and I knew I had some time. It's a lot to take in. Uh, yeah. 
what what do you think of uh, the relationship with what was her name? Susudio. Susudio. Yeah. What do you think of that? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I kind of liked. It I too. think it got. Oh, uh, I think uh, it got a lot more lovey-dovey at the end, mm-hmm. towards the tail end. Yeah. Which I think uh, the this the the the, the second because it's uh, so Rob Schraub did twenty issues from ninety three to ninety eight. Yeah. Thereabouts, and then four more in 2008 so there's a 10-year break yeah and i think in which this, they reflect in the comic oddly enough. yes I, I thought that was really brilliant yeah um but also i think in that in that 10 years rob Schraub uh met uh his wife who he's now married to i don't think he was married at the time uh i can't remember when he got married but anyway. it is the, the and it's the book is dedicated to her and yeah, I, I and, think... and at the beginning, they there's a, a, a men- she writes the beginning, right? May, perhaps. The, whatever it's called, the introduction? May, mayhaps. I, you know, after 700 pages. It's tough. Uh, the point is that I think, uh, I think uh, Rob was in a, in a place where he was way more into love in those last four pages, which I, so I think the, 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 there was sort of a, a, a retconning a deeper meaning into their relationship later on. Maybe. But I think it worked out. Well, I think they... Um, they're portrayed as like a loving couple when they start doing the time traveling horse thing. At the start of that though, that's like, that's over the course of like a day total in their lives. And at the start of it, she's not even willing to call him. She's not even willing to say that she's uh, his girlfriend. Yeah, it's true. Um, well, but once he saves her from the dragon. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> once you save a lady from a dragon, <laughs> no, but the, the beginning introduction talked about why, uh, so scud is, uh, which by the way, did you think that stood for anything? At the start, I did, but then I realized it didn't. Yeah, and I think it might be a reference to the Scud missile. Self-contained, underwater... D- if you want to Google it, Scud missile is a thing. I know it is. Um, <laughs> you looked at me with such disdain there. So not willing to go on my scuba riff. Nope. How dare you? Nope. How dare you? <laughs> yes, and, Andrew, that is how you treat a podcast partner. <laughs> Anyway, uh, he he's a what they call a heartbreaker model. Yeah, he has a, a broken heart painted on him. Yeah, uh, which was symbolic of uh, Rob Schraub's state of mind or something yeah. when he was writing it. Well, yeah, and at the end when he's got his lady back, she yeah. she she paints in the heart. Yeah, which it's was very nice. nice moment. Yeah, uh, but but we see other Scud models. Yeah, the SOL model is the model after the heartbreaker. You think it's SOL? I thought it was Soul. Well, I thought it was for shit out of luck. I thought it was like, uh, uh, like soul as in sun. I thought it was shit out of luck. You know what? That's as in nice, you're though. shit out of luck if you, if this model wants to kill you. You know what? I love the Scud Light. Yeah, Scud, Scud Light. Light was delightful. <laughs> yeah, Scud Light was great. He's like, I'll beat the shit out of anyone. <laughs> yeah, he won't kill. I won't him. kill him. Yeah, I'll beat the shit out of him. Which also that was a great moment. So the the there's all there's Sam uh, with Superior Airline Military. That that one is a, a, a you know a thing. Yeah. Um, the sort of competing brand to Scudco, uh, and their their uh, models also self destruct when the target is terminated. So that's just such a great moment when she says, "Okay, go kill those zombies," and he says, "Zombies, they're already dead," and then just blows up immediately. <laughs> that's such a great. That is really great. Moment. Yeah, and then of course that's when she turns to the Scud light because he, he just needs. He'll do the them. job. Yeah, <laughs> and he gets a, he, he he, and I think that Scud light was like uh, like a, a real uh, the AI there was genius because. He, he, you get the scud light for 10 minutes and yeah. then he knows he's going to blow up. So he goes to the biggest target and jumps inside him. Yeah. <laughs> which is like, you're, thanks robot. And then it's perfectly just coincidentally, the bones from that target go through all the heads of the other zombies. Yeah. Fun stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah, there was a lot of in this book where, um, uh, I mean, maybe you could say because he's a robot, but Scud had like perfect aim. Yeah. And they even reference at one point, he said how, uh, she says, someone says, how many bullets does your gun have? He says, I don't know. I haven't run out yet. <laughs> Referencing, of course, you know, he's got, he's got the protagonist bullets. Yeah. Well, and maybe also because he's a robot. You never know. <laughs> I don't think that would factor Robot in. guns have extra bullets. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think another uh, real positive thing about the whole series is that it never, I don't think it ever dropped a, a storyline or a, or a, like a continuity thing. No. Like the, p- things would pop up and then they would go away for an issue or two, but they always came back. Yeah. Things always came back around and usually in uh, in surprising ways. Yeah. I, I was never bored while no. reading this. It was always something interesting or new or, or weird. Just High happening. energy. Mm-hmm. Scud shooting shooting dudes yep drywall's yep. there we haven't talked about drywall drywall drywall's my favorite character my favorite, character. favorite characters drywall's the best he is super great and his and that, backstory is sad heartbreaking yeah. that was that was that, that i'm having this fun zany action adventure all of a sudden they they, they shove in this drywall origin story yeah i'm balling through the whole thing yeah we we, we meet drywall's young uh, older brother rather mess Yep. Uh, and it's just right away you you feel bad for Mess when when uh, Mess's mom is like, "Don't answer that phone." Mess tries to make breakfast for her because she didn't have time to make breakfast, and she yells at him, makes him go outside. Yeah, it's real sad. And then you find out what her situation is, and that's even sadder. Yeah. Did uh, you realize the? So she's calling that guy Haiti, or Hattie? Because of Hades. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty. Because he was, was Satan. That was pretty fucking sly. Yeah. I thought. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really sly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, everything's like really crazy and twisted. But drywall's great for those not in the drywall, drywall is amazing. Is this drywall is weird creature with a bunch of zipper holes. He's kind of like a sack boy or a. <laughs> you know <laughs> so what I'm talking that, about? No, what's a sack boy from Little Big Planet? I've not played Little Big oh, okay. Planet, but he, you just said like sack boy of... with such confidence as if that was a real thing. He's like made of a cloth, perhaps yeah, with a material. bunch of zippers, and he has a bunch of zippers, and he, he speaks for in, eyes. in all ones. Well, or I, eyes, you know. Just I get. Notches. I mean. The, the way they explain it is that creatures with souls can't understand yeah. drywall. Yeah. Uh, so robots can talk to them. Yeah. Um, which, I before that was explained, I thought it was just like a weird muffling, like, because oh, yeah. of the zipper. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and... and but uh, he's got an infinite space inside him. Yeah. And the zippers, he can pull things from out of the zipper little, holes. He has little weird hands that yeah. come out of the zippers and, like, have items. And he is so goddamn charming. He's And, like, when he first delightful. shows up and he tries to pull a gun out, but he keeps pulling out different things. <laughs> he's so uh, much But he fun. usually just throws those things anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and how, like shocking like like in a good way was it when he shows up in the in the 10 years later segment and, and he's, he's buff drywall and he's he's like buff yeah, and he taller he, he wears a leather jacket yeah i was like holy shit yeah drywall's gonna kick some ass like, god damn it yeah um because i do refer to, in the 10 years before they do refer to him as a kid throughout yeah uh, and he's definitely smaller yeah that's i mean that you get that feeling yeah uh, and I also really enjoyed Oswald. Oswald's great. Yeah, which I thought was a great reference to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit from yeah. from Disney. Yeah. Uh, and also at one point, um, he he says life is hell, which yes. is with, when he has one of his ears out as yeah. a boomerang. Yes. Uh, which yeah, that's the Matt Groening comic. Yeah. With the rabbit people. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of like a lot of clever references. Yeah. I I think it was really uh, really good writing. Yeah, this is a good comic. Yeah. Pick it up, folks. 
Um, on comicsology.com. There was another good joke where in the in the 10 years later segment where Scud says, I had a dream that they made a movie out of me and nobody liked it, not even me. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think for a long time there was a gestating Scud movie. Rumor, yeah. Yeah. So, but it never happened. No. But I like that reference. Oliver Stone's production house was going to do it. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he would actually have any involvement himself, but his production house was going to make it. Hmm. It just seems like something that even his production house wouldn't wouldn't get into. <laughs> do you think they do it live action, CGI style? Or animated, fully animated? <sighs> I mean, at the time. Because early 2000s, uh, hand-drawn animation was still a thing, but CGI was coming up. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's hard to say. Oh, excuse me. Do you anyway. think they should make a Scud movie? Uh, I mean, they'll do it wrong, so no. <laughs> it's the same way that I don't want a Why the Last Man movie. What if Rob Schraub is directing the Scud movie? Sure. Okay. I mean, he's doing Lego Movie 2 right now. It's true. So, he's on the rise. Uh, if he has his way and he can do it, I'll, I'll yeah. accept his version. Uh, okay. But I, I, I don't know if the entirety of Scud, if you could do it right in a two-hour film. I mean, you'd have to, you'd, it would be a movie about Scud that's a different story, maybe. Or maybe just the beginning of Scud. Yeah. Like the first couple of issues. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God, this this it book goes all kinds of crazy ways. Yeah, it's hard to, it's kind of hard to discuss because it's like, where do you, what, what, what angle do you get in there? <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think of the, uh, so Drywall had a one shot where it explained his origin. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the one shot, the Black Octopus one shot? I liked that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You didn't? I mean, I thought it was a little exploitive. Yeah. I mean, Susudio as a character was just like a, a sex object for the most part, I thought. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I, mean, I thought she... she was she was strong enough on her own. Yeah. Uh, but there was a lot of times where you got butt or boobs going on there were some butter boobs yeah some butter boobs <laughs> we know oh we know a sleazy hollywood guy was into that yeah. um uh but no i think I, I, so part of her thing is that she is a a, a robotophile she's a, she's attracted to robots yep and uh the one shot was sort of the explaining her origin of her love of robots yeah and she's actually the son of hank or the, the daughter son. of hank <laughs> The daughter of Hank Grit. Yeah. Which I didn't think uh, that was the first time that was revealed, right? Yes. It wasn't before then. Yeah. yeah. Which it was crazy when, when it said Susie Grit in Black Octopus. I was like, wait a second. Su- Susudio. Susie. Like that. It all connected. Yeah. Hashtag it's all connected. Yep. It's back tonight, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. This yeah. is shut up, Fitz. <laughs> Uh, uh, really, Fitz? Shut up, uh, 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 Sky Ward. I think we shut up, Ward. Well, he, he he can't go genuine bad guy. Spoilers for those who have not seen season one of Shield. Whatever. <laughs> shut up. Uh, what's that one dude's name? Mac. Who's that? He was one of the new team members. Is he? <laughs> Fitz's friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good save. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy a lot. Actually, I really, I really enjoyed. He's great. I yeah. really enjoyed him and Fitz together. They were a great pair. I was really sad about Trip. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's keep going. Scud, Scud, the disposable assassin. The disposable assassin. <laughs> you put a, a Frank in the machine, and you get a Scud out. Uh, yeah, I think there was a lot of good world building too. I think yeah. I think I really understood uh, the strange universe yeah. <laughs> that existed. Um, As we mentioned before the show, there's a moment making fun of the prequels. 
the Star Wars prequels. Oh yes, in a comic that came out before 1999. So Rob Straub was ahead of the ahead of uh, ahead of the times. There, <laughs> he, he he called it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about a weird moment. Okay, this is the high moment. Yeah, Scud gets high. Yeah, of course. Yep. And well, uh, they, they meet some nerds in the eighties. <laughs> they they the universe hop into the eighties. <clears throat> And they meet some nerds who rig up a way to get to to use using his input in his hand to get him high. They yeah. they like upload THC. Into one of those his nerds system. was was dressed very specifically as the fourth doctor. Yeah, <laughs> for a volleyball game. For a volleyball Come on, game. guys. And uh, so Scud's getting high, and he goes off on a rant. We see a Dalek too at one point in the comic. They go, it... they see like a robot shop, and one of the robots is a Dalek. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Um. Scud goes off on a rant while he's high about how Looney Tunes and specifically Bugs Bunny isn't funny. Yeah. And he's not funny because he's gay. Like, that's what the rant felt like that's to not, me. That was not my interpretation. I think, and, and Dan Harmon has talked about this growing up in, in, in Milwaukee, as he did, gay was just a term that meant stupid or dumb, which mm. is unfortunate, but I, I think it was using gay in that sense. I I don't think it was used in that sense because he was he was definitely talking about how Bugs Bunny uh, cross dresses yeah um dress like dresses and drag I yeah. think is how he worded it and uh, yeah it just it felt very out of place <laughs> like in the middle but then I mean well he was high <laughs> yeah that's the thing I had to I went oh yeah he's high like because yeah. it was like a page later after yeah he took the first hit yeah so I thought I I'd forgotten for that second was that his was high, high rant yeah. yeah that was his high rant yeah. And I, you know, uh, I haven't been around a lot of high people, so I'm not, I'm not used to high, high people high who rants. are getting high and ranting. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's all I know. All right. That's what I know. Anything else about Scud? I mean, we talked about drywall. Yeah. It's very important. Drywall's great. Super important. Drywall's the best. Drywall's awesome. Uh, More drywall, please. <clears throat> no, I think, I mean, I think we, we about covered the yeah. important stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to give too, too much. I want people to be interested enough to go read it. Yeah, that's that's what I I think I think it should be read. Yeah, I think it should be taught in schools. <laughs> you, this was the first time you read it, correct? Yeah, me too. I had heard about it and I just never got around to it. Did we talk about? Did we notice and or and or talk about how Scud is in the GI Joe Jeff episode? Uh, we did not talk about it. Scud is in the in just in the background of the court scene in GI Jeff. Yep. Fun fact. Which is, I mean, that makes sense because Rob Schraub directed that episode. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, uh, this this might be a tangent, but let's go down this road. Okay, so let's go recently it. I had read some some bit of news about um, there was a, a comic. Uh, I can't remember who wrote it. I can't remember what it was called. Cool. Uh, but it was at a school library, like a high school library. In real and, life. Uh, yeah, in real life. And uh, a student checked it out, took it home, and the parents saw it. And uh, thought it was um, porn. Thought it well because it. it I believe it did include uh, some kind of sexual relationship or depiction of boobs uh, in it. Yeah. And uh, I think this is a. This might be a generational thing. This might be a, a maybe a knowledge gap. I don't know what to call it. Uh-huh. Where there are certain people. There's a s- section of people, a subsection of people, that believe comics are for children. Yeah. Uh, adults shouldn't be reading comics. Comics are silly nonsense. Uh, which I, you know, sometimes that's true. Comics can be silly nonsense. I well, think some comics are for children and some comics are not. Just exactly. Like all I, forms I, of entertainment. I think that's that's another thing where uh, maybe the, the the parents who complained about this comic that I can't remember the name of Palamore. 
That, ooh, I think that's it. I how Googled, did you get that? I Googled comic high school library, and the first thing was officials question how Palomar ended up in high school library. Yeah, so, uh, I and I think Scud falls into this territory where if a, if a parent saw it, they would, uh, you know. Not be happy. Not be happy. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is this is just another, you know, it's a comic not meant for small children. Yeah. I think a high schooler could read it fine. Yeah. I don't know. I'll agree with that. Neither of us have children. Just, so distribute we can't really this have to the high school students. We can't have opinions but on these we kinds were of things. children once. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if, what effect so this I'll would be, have had on my life. I'll, I'll check, check me out. I'll be on the high school campus distributing <laughs> copies of Scud. That's <laughs> my new gig. <laughs> but yeah, I think, and I think, I mean, uh, at, at the same time that I think it's important that a, a parent is aware of what their child is reading or watching yeah uh, i don't i don't think they should go out there and try and tell other people what their children should be reading or no. watching but i think if you're a kid listening to this i think i think i think there should be a healthy tradition of a kid sneaking around and watching certain things that their parents or reading certain to. things yeah 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 i think as your parent it's your job as a parent it is your job to know what your kid is reading and watching and as a kid it is your job to read and watch what they don't want you to okay that's that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I can mostly go for that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's. I just think that's an important thing that that there is uh, this weird divide of like certain. There's, it's a great number of people that think comics are for kids. Yeah. And that people who make comics that aren't for that have like boobs or or or, or violence or blasphemers. Yeah. It, yeah. It, they, they think like, why would you do that? Are you yeah. trying to corrupt our youth? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got trouble right here in River City. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I mean, Scud's great. Scud's great. Well written. Uh, great characters. Great corrects. Scud. Highly Check it out. recommended. Two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Four, mm-hmm. if you count both of us, because we both have two thumbs. Yep. Why didn't they do four thumbs up on Sisclaniver? Can, can I complain? <clears throat> Who could I complain to? I mean, I think the thumbs method was more or less like a like a. I'm not seriously suggesting. Well, I want to talk about they it. Should have so. done four thumbs up. It was more of like a like a you know two out of two dentists. Yeah, I know your joke's playing to me. Now. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do plugs. Here's why your joke was funny. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. Well, oddly enough, uh, we're doing new ad stuff. Oh sure. Uh, should we and... drop that in here? Well, no, because no? Okay. the ad that we're supposed to do is for Benson's Boombox. Oh, is it? Which I don't have. Last I've heard, you have not recorded it specifically. I've recorded it. I have not edited it oh, together. Oh, okay. Well, um, if you're not going to edit that tonight I'm and don't want to cut this out. I'm certainly not going then, to. Then uh, I'll, I'll do your Benson's Boombox shout out. Oh, so here, here it is. Uh, check out Benson's Boombox, released whenever they feel like it now. Yep. Uh, but you got a little healthy backlog. It's yeah. uh, Matt Benson and Chris Gutierrez. I'm one of those, too. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, you know, they're I just a couple witch. of they're a couple of funny guys. Yeah, and uh, sometimes they do skits. Uh, their most recent episode uh, is a bit of a mystery. Well, no, because the mystery's been, been solved, so we can say what it is. Yeah, it was a commentary for the Matthew McConaughey classic Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, and you can sync it up if you if you want to. At one point, I will do a countdown in the episode five, four, three, two, one, and if you hit play right when I say one, you can you too can watch Ghosts of Girlfriends Past and enjoy our commentary on it. All right, so check that out. At do you still have Vince'sBoomBox.com? Let's see. I don't. I uh, I think I, I'm pretty sure I do. If not, I think if you go to BenVNetwork.com/slash/Vince'sBoomBox, that'll work. definitely get you there. Oh, hey, I still do have Vince'sBoomBox.com. Good. Yeah. 
All right. So now for the regular plugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do a podcast called Nerds I View. Mm-hmm. You can find that on... Where's that uh, at? Uh, nevpodcast.com or bendynetwork.com slash nev. Oh, cool. Every week I talk about uh, movies and, uh, you know, what's going on with movies and oh, a little shit. bit of TV. I like movies. Uh, every week we also have a, a review of a new film that's in theaters. Oh, what, what was on the most recent episode? Uh, most recent episode is What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, New Zealanders. That's the, yeah, Jermaine Clement yeah. and at uh, all. At <laughs> all. Uh, Reese Darby is in there. He's in there. Uh, uh, can I pull a full, third name? I doubt it. Why? Why? T- oh, what's his name? Yep, you got it. Why? Why? Why something? I don't even remember at this point. It's one of these weird New Zealand names. Yeah, Apologies and uh, it's a say. it's a mockumentary about uh, vampires, vampires and werewolves mm-hmm. and a little bit of zombies and romance. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I was trying to do the community thing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so go check that out. Um. What are you doing next? What's your next movie to film? Uh, probably Chappie. Chappie! Hugh Jackman's hair is weird. <laughs> uh, so if you like hearing about movies, uh, go listen. Yeah. You, you good? Yep. What if I want to follow you on Twitter? Oh, at NEV Podcast. And what my if... personal Twitter, at Podcaster Andrew. There it is. Go to BenvyNetwork.com. Check out all the shows on there, like Benson's Boombox, which we already talked about, or Popsicles, or Matt and Breno's rendering show. <laughs> Matt and Brendo's wrestling show was the name of the podcast, and we Didn't just you had have the, like a, a big we guest. We just had the great Hal Lublin on in his yeah. second appearance. Uh, thrilling adventure fans may know him as uh, Philip Fathom, deep sea detective, or Gummy, uh, a hobo mentor to, to Banjo Bandlestick. Uh, and Nightville fans, which we talked about Nightville on this episode, they might know him as Steve Carlsberg. Uh, and he's got a new podcast called We Got This with Mark Agliardi, which may or may not have been exclusively announced on Matt and Brown's <laughs> show. Probably not, but I like to think that we were technically first. Um, so check that out. Uh, check out Popsicles. Check out Shut Up Leonard, which is this show. Sorry, it's <laughs> Reflex. Uh, and check out Ben View on Spielberg, uh, where, where me and Justin Keyes on EvadenceOfGuard.com check, uh, check, uh, talk about Steven Spielberg stuff. You can mo- hear him on the What We Do in the Shadows That's episode. That's correct. Uh, our most recent episode was about the episode of Columbo that Spielberg directed. Uh, and our next one, which will drop on the 15th of uh, March 2015, if you're listening to this in the future, that's already out. But it'll be uh, Jaws. That's the big one. That's a big one, Andrew. Yeah. It's a big ep. You're going to need a bigger episode. <laughs> Thank you for also saying year instead of we're, which is the correct quote. Wait, what? Did a I lot say of, it right? No, you said it right. Oh, A shoot. lot of people think the quote is we're going to need a bigger boat. But in actuality, the quote is, you're, you're going to need a bigger boat. And it's also, huh. no, I am your father. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, am I feeling lucky? <laughs> yes. We're going to keep going. Because you have to this. ask yourself. You have to ask yourself. <laughs> am I feeling am lucky? Am I feeling lucky? Well, do you, punk? See, that's weird. And I don't blame, the, super weird, I don't blame but... the misquoters here. Uh, yeah. Casablanca never said play it again, Sam. No, he said play it again. And he said, Sam, <laughs> just on its own. But People never... did super cuts where they, where they play it again, Sam. You know what? Star Trek never said, beam me up, Scotty. No, they said, beam me up. They said, Scotty, we're ready for beaming in Star Trek 4, which I watched recently in tribute to a fallen hero, Leonard Nimoy, rest oh. in peace. Bummer. Yeah. Shut up, Leonard.